Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. Six minutes after 11. South African time. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ahalan wa sahalan wa marhaban bikum. It's a beautiful uh, Wednesday morning on our program, The Bliss of Marriage. Arafat bin Ibrahim Hatia is the name. I will be with you from now till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Our engineer this morning, it's not uh, Haji Suleiman Esop, it's uh, the one and only. Look at him, he's looking at me to say as if, you know what, uh, what's up with you? What's up? Yeah, he's uh, our beloved brother, Lucky. He's the engineer uh, this morning. He's looking very, very serious. Don't be so serious, brother Lucky. Yeah, that's better. He's smiling. <laughs> he's the engineer. He'll be with us till 12 o'clock, inshallah. Uh, remember, our WhatsApp number is 084-786-3132. International Overseas Listeners Plus 2784-786-3132 Where's uh, our beloved listeners of Marka Sahaba? Are you there? Are you in or are you not in? And are you tuning, listening to the bliss of marriage? You know that uh, I always uh, welcome my beloved uh, I have to say now family No more listeners You guys are my family So that's why Whenever I begin any show, I always welcome the listeners because they part, they part of Marka Sahaba. They are with us, day in and night in and afternoon. They're always tuning in and listening to Marka Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Remember, today is the 18th of Rabi'ul Awwal, 1445, which is also the 4th of October 2023. The year is almost done. The year is almost finished, my beloved listeners of uh, um, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Well, uh, let's welcome the listeners of Sirius FM, Haji Faisal Asmal and Hafiz Yusuf Asmal and company. And let's welcome our, our beloved, wonderful listeners of Marqat Sahaba, the voice of Ahlus Sunnah Wal Jama'ah. Ustad, it's a beautiful Wednesday morning. Welcome to the Bliss of Marriage. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum arafat. Jazakallahu khairan. Ustad, before we begin with our questions, uh, your program, inshallah, you start for this week. Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim. Nahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihil kareem. Amma ba'd. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher, and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings, and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. This afternoon, inshallah, al-Aziz, we'll be leaving from here, from Lanesia to Bella Bella. And there we should be there by Asr time, inshallah. After Maghrib is the program to Isha. That's tonight. And after Isha, we will proceed to Makupani. And that is Potkhitasras. Bella Bella is Wombat. And inshallah, tomorrow after Fajr and then at night after Maghrib, we will have program day in Makupani. 
Pani Potis, Qadi Abdul Hamid is there, and in Bella Bella, Mona Ibrahim Rawat is there. Then the Jumma Salat also will be there in Makupani, and our host everywhere is our brother Munir. Allah Allah reward him and his family. And then after Jumma in the afternoon, evening time, we will go towards Polakwani, and that is Petersburg. Mashallah, Demo Tahir Basa is there. So between Maghrib and Isha, our program is in Masjid Firdaus. So that is our program for these three, four days. Allah Jalla Wala make it easy and accept it. Somebody says you start relative, not talking, not taking responsibility for the children. What do we do? Should we take him to court or not to start? We don't, I don't understand the question first that you said that there's no talking. Now, if you say there's no talking between you and your relatives, so that's a major sin. And I'll explain to you from the Quran Sharif. Second one, if you mean the father or the mother are not taking responsibility for their own biological children, so there are two separate issues. If people are not talking, remember Muslims, then remember it's a major, major son. And if family members are not talking, then that's worse. Mustafa Rasulullah said, if Muslims are not talking, لَا يَحِلُّ لِمُسْلِمٍ أَيْ يَحْجُرَ أَخَاهُ فَوْقَ ثَلَاثِ فَمَنَ هَجَرَ فَوْقَ ثَلَاثِ فَمَاتَ دَخَلَ النَّارِ The hadith is mentioned in Mishkat Sharif. It's not halal and permissible for Muslim to sever ties with another Muslim and whosoever sever ties with another Muslim for more than three days and then they die in that state condition, then they go to Jahannam, Allah forbid. So the hadith is authentic in Mishkat Sharif. Yes, if the person is not reading Salat, the lady is not wearing proper clothes, appropriate clothes, or that person is indulging in riba and drugs and alcohol, and then you sever ties with them, we love for Allah's sake and we hate for Allah's sake, so that's a different issue. But yea, if our own personal ego, for our own personal desires, we sever ties, so that is haram. Second issue is, if it is family members, and then uncle and nephew or brother and sister or father and son and mother and daughter and so forth then remember Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 47 Surah Muhammad verses 22 and 23 when you have authority and tufsidu fil ardi you cause mischief mayhem on the earth arhamakum, and then you sever the family ties no salam no kalam no nothing those are the people Allah curses them for makes them spiritually deaf and spiritually blind chapter surah 47 verses 22-23 if you mean the parents are not taking care of their children that the children are roaming around going to all wrong places and so forth and so on then you must tell them you're going to report them to the social worker or to the police and so forth and so on or take them to court get a lawyer to write them a letter that you will take their children away from them because Quran Sharif teaches us Surah 66 verse 6 Ya yuwalladheena amanu O you believe, save yourself and your children from the fire. 
حدیث بخاری شریف ہی حبیبنا مصطفیٰ رسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم سے کلکم رائن و کلکم مسئول ان رائیہ ایوری ون آف یو از اے شیپرڈ اینڈ یو آر کوشچن ریگارڈنگ یور فلاک سو دیفور دیز آر دا آپشن یو ہیو ٹیک سینئر علماء اور فیملی ممبر اسپیک ٹو دیم اینڈ گیٹ اے لوئر انوالو رائٹ اے لیٹر اینڈ تھریٹن دیم اینڈ سو فورتھ اینڈ سو آن Somebody says you start with fuel being so high. Is it advisable to give my wife our car for shopping? Ustad? Not permissible. You must remember this. This business we have started, the Arab countries have started, the Muslim countries, non-Muslim countries, that our wives have become taxi drivers. <laughs> What I mean by our wives have become taxi drivers, morning take children to school, afternoon bring them back from school, take them to madrasa, bring them back to madrasa, go shopping, go mall, sometime meet Paul, and all these things. type of things so what you expect then you must remember that so in islam the quran has made it very clear surah 33 verse 33 wa qarna fi buyutikunna wa la tabarrajna tabarrujal jahiliyatil ula you women you must stay glued in your homes a woman's place is at home she's the queen of the house hazaji rahmatullah alayhi used to say you the husband hazaji of jalalabad Hazaji Hazrat Muhammad Sayyidullah Khan Sahib Nawarullah Marqadahu who passed away in 92 buried there near Jalalabad so remember used to say that you must leave the wife she's the queen of the house she wants to put something here in this room and something in that room and put the sofa you must keep quiet if she asks you then you must speak and so forth because she is the queen of the house and so forth you must worry about everything outside so that is the day this industrial revolution started take the women out take them out take them you see how many fitness they are how many affairs they are how many mm-hmm. sexual harassment has taken place the apartheid terrorist nazi regime of israel now one chap came is a jutla and rumor rumor whatever his name and this is no rumor i'm telling you this is a fact mentioned there you must remember in the haaretz newspaper he said that he committed rape 60 times so he must and he ran away to israel So this is what happens, you must remember these kind of things here. Yeah. So the, uh, the issue I'm making uh, mentioning here is the Quran is and then when our ladies want to go out, they want to go shopping, they want to go here, yeah, nobody goes this dress shabbily. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, you want to go out, wal yakhrujna tafilah. That your hadith Abu Dawood, that you must go out dress shabbily, not smart and beautiful and adorn yourself and so forth and dress to kill and so forth. Ida kharajatil mar'a, when a lady leaves a home, wahiya muta'attira, and she applied all the perfume, makeup, lipstick, dubstick, and Allah alone knows what else. Famarrat bi majlisi kada wa kada, and she passes the man, the man can see her, she can see the man. Habibuna rahmatulil alameen sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, fahiya zaniya, she's an adulteress. Fahiya zaniya, imagine. She's an adulteress, authentic sahiya, this intermediary. So therefore, this business of sending our women 
today. And you know how dangerous it is today. The men get hijacked, they get kidnapped, they take the car away. Now imagine a woman is alone and now the crooks come, they kidnap her, they hijack the car and, and she has a puncture. So many problems. So we ourselves, so the men are also remember responsible for all this mess <laughs> because they are shirking their responsibilities as well. If really you have to go for shopping, so why once a week, once a month you don't take your wife? You take your wife Sunday or whatever and then you take her for shopping and so forth. Today you can do shopping online also. So what need is to go there? You just order everything make the EFT and they come deliver by your house. So everything is so easy nowadays. <laughs> he sees but the food is being high started. So you must remember that. So I gave you the answer. So make EFT and tell them to deliver so you don't have to go also. Mm. You must remember that. If you want to practice, Allah will show you the way. Chapter 65 Five verses two and three. So whosoever fears all my tella, Allah will make a way out for you. And Allah will give you risk from such avenues you never ever expected and anticipated. Somebody says here, Ustad, that uh, <clears throat> my husband used to hit me a lot before Muftisab. He stopped for a very long time now. But now after two years, he has hit me again. Should I take him back? And why? Anonymous Mu'allima Ustad. You must report him to the police and you must put him in jail. You must say that he has assaulted me in the past and I forgave him and now again he's assaulting me. So I'm laying a charge of assault against him. Let him go there to jail, spend one week or two, three nights. They can penal beat him properly. Then he will know. And then if you want to go to your parents' place or you want to go to your brother's place and he says, please come back, you must say, yes, I will come back. This is the condition. Anytime you have an affair with a lady or a male also, because the zamana is a crazy zamana, you got Adam and Eve and Adam and Steve business. So you must remember that you have an affair or you go on drugs, alcohol, or you assault me, then I, the wife, I will have the right of giving talaq to myself and that is tafwizu talaq and you both sign it and so forth you can give one talaq two talaq three talaq talaq a buy-in whatever you want to and then you say you come back so you must hold the trump card always and don't allow in Islam that these type of men are zalims totally haram it is Quran Sharif taught us Surah 4 verse 19 bil-ma'ruf. Allah is commanding every Muslim husband treat your wives with love with equity and justice when you see the wife is now being you know emotionally and physically beaten and assaulted and so forth so it shows that that men they got very little iman very little taqwa very little you understand understanding of marital life Siddiqah Sayyidah Aisha radiallahu anha states authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif khiyarukum khiyarukum li ahalikum wadkam khiyarukum and khayrukum so both type of words you will find so the best of you are the best of you to your wife and your children wa ana khayrukum li ahali and I am the best to my wives and my children authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif again when in 77 we were there in the majlis of Hazrat Mawana Masihul Ummat Hazrat Mawana Masihullah Khan Sahib Nawar Allah Marqadahu he is to give us this type of wonderful advices that will help us in our own life and help the ummah as well.
He said the whole world can say you are good. But if your wife and children say you're not good, then you're not a good person. But Allah and Nabi salam. And the whole world can say you are bad. But your wife and children say you are good. But Almighty Allah and Nabi salam, you are good. See the barometer, the ma'yar, the standard he showed us and so forth. So every one of us should be thinking properly. Remember that, that we must adopt the quality of taqwa. Therefore, when we perform nikah, we read the ayats all to do with taqwa. So the husband must have taqwa and through piety, Allah consciousness, the wife must have that. That will prompt you and motivate you and inspire you to fulfill the rights of Almighty Allah, the obligations of Allah, the rights of the spouse. Husband fulfill the rights of the wife. Wife fulfill the rights of the husband. So that are the secret recipe and secret ingredients for successful marriage. Somebody says, is it permissible to start to curtail ties with close relatives who are emotionally abusive and manipulating Ustad? So you must remember, you mustn't curtail, you can, mustn't sever ties with them, you can curtail ties, there's difference. Sever ties means there's nothing. And curtail ties means that you must remember what you do, that you say, Salam, how are you? And you carry on, so you must remember that. I do that with many people because we know they are toxic people and they don't want to listen when you tell them they're doing all haram things and so forth and so on. So we just make Salam, how are you? And we carry on. So remember to curtail ties because of their shurur and their evil and devilish activities, totally permissible. But you must not sever ties with them, remember that. You can curtail ties. Somebody wants to know, Ustad, that uh, can my husband marry another woman without my, my, my permission, Ustad? So you must remember today people get married uh, stood secretly and then after five years, three years, eight years, ten years, the first wife finds out. So then obviously there'll be an explosion there and you see now how you got married secretly. Secret marriage is not permissible. Sometimes the girl's father also doesn't know that his daughter is married and so forth. Nabi alayhi salam said, A'alinun nikah, that you must announce the nikah. Waj'aluhu fil masajid. And you must make the nikah, perform the nikah in the masjid, hadith in Tirmidhi. Habibuna sallallahu alayhi sallam said, La nikah illa bi waliheen. Nikah is not permissible, remember, except with the lady, her father, biological father, not stepfather, adopted father, foster father, no. They got no say in this. The biological father must give permission. So this is the authentic hadith in Tirmidhi, Abu Dawood, and so forth. So yes, you don't need the permission, but for practical purposes, you have to inform her. Otherwise, how are you going to do justice? So today, 80% of the Muslim men who got two wives, three wives, four wives, they don't do justice. So remember, they go against the Quran, but they say they're practicing on Sunnah. So that are given today what happened yesterday and today. So you must remember that Quran says Surah 4, Surah Nisa, verse 3. So if you fear that you can't do justice for wahida, you must just keep one wife. Then it's haram for you to take second, third, fourth wife when you can't do justice. So people take second wife, third wife, fourth wife. They don't want to inform anybody. They don't want to inform the first wife. Then it's just for shahwat and just for lust and desire. Since when that is permissible, it's haram all that. So you're going against the main law which Almighty Allah is mentioning, the law of justice. See, jahalat, you know, therefore... 
you must always read this dua chapter 20 and surah taha verse 114 increase me in knowledge just now before coming down one of our brothers we know very well we meet every day in the masjid so he's leaving for umrah and he said that I'll contact you if I have any problems I said fine no problem you're leaving for umrah now anytime in the afternoon now a South African couple listen to this here I'm mentioning this I don't know them right but they're interacting with me mm-hmm. so now they are going from here, there, wherever, and they're going to Jeddah. From Jeddah, they're going to Makkah for Umrah, right? So they landed at Jeddah airport. Listen to the story. They, they landed in Jeddah airport. Lo and behold, when they were coming out with their luggage, whatever you, so the Asar Adhan went, you see. So now they said, no, 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 no. We are Hanafis and this is Shafi time. So now we can't read Asar Salat. That is what they said. You know, understood. So then they said, no, we will read here in Makkah and what and what. So, so much traffic, so much this. They said, no, they told the taxi driver, stop, yes, they didn't stop. By the time they reached Makkah, then they read Maghrib Salat, and after Maghrib, they read Qadha of the Asar. So I said, they asked me the question. I said, Umrah most to most, remember, is what? Is Sunnah. And you must affirm Salat because of your jahalat and ignorance. So you should have read your Asr Salat there. Anywhere in the world, anytime you read, nowadays you're in Johannesburg, and you read Asr Salat 330, 340, 345, it's totally permissible. According to all schools, Shafi'is, Malikis, is that is their fatwa. Hanafis, you take Sahibain's call, you take Imam Abu Hanifa, Rahimahullah's greatest students, Imam Abu Yusuf, Imam Muhammad, and remember that the time has started, so you read then. Say, no, 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 we Hanafis, we won't read. You see the jahalat. So I told them, you know what, your whole Umrah, your whole life, you must make Tawbah, that Umrah doesn't mean much now, because you left out a first and for a sunnah. So you must remember Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Man fat, hadith is sahih, authentic hadith in Tirmidhi. Man fatat hu salatul asri, you must asar salat. Fakaannama hutira ahaluhu wa maalu. You go home now from your job, from your shop. Everything of yours, your family is mowed down, everyone killed, Allah forbid. All your wealth, all your assets stolen, destroyed. How will you feel? So that is what Nabi alayhi salam said. Now all based on jahalat and ignorance. Simple thing. When you came out, there's all wonderful facilities at the airport. Make your hudu, freshen up everything. Read your asr salat, turaka, musafir. And that go nicely to Makkah. Say, no, no, we're Hanafi. We're more Catholic than the Pope. You know in English there's a saying. You want to be more Catholic than the Pope. It's jahalat, ignorance. But you're going for Umrah, going for it's like the people in the plane. I always used to say, I say, just study the people in the plane. Hundred passengers going for Umrah for Hajj. I just use hundred for percentage. You will see more than sixty percent, seventy percent don't perform their salat. But they're going for Umrah. They're going for Hajj. They're going for Ziyar. So what good is that Umrah and that when you are going and you must one, two, three, four salats and say, no, no, we'll make Qadha. 
So what? All our priorities are totally upside down. <laughs> Salat must be read on time. <laughs> Safaran wa hadaran. Whether you're on the plane, whether you're on the train, whether you are going to Mecca, whether you're going to Hong Kong, or you're going to Dubai. There's no excuse for Salat. So therefore, we need to get our priorities right. Remember that. <laughs> Allahu Akbar. Subhanallah. Listen to this one, Ustad. <clears throat> it says, Mufti Sab, I'm a student of Deen. I'm only 20 years old. I got married when I was 18 years old, and my husband, he is an accountant. He is 31 years old. He didn't want children now, so mistakenly, I have fallen pregnant. And he told me to have an abortion, which I did. I'm feeling so guilty now, Mufti Sab. Should I tell my daddy what he did? Student of Dean, who started? But to tell your daddy what is going to help you, the criminal there, your husband is a criminal, both of you and both of you are murderers. You must remember that. That's what Quran teaches us. وَإِذَا الْمَوْءُودَةُ سُئِلَتْ قُتِلَتْ So remember in Arabic you call this Wa'ad. So in the days of the Sahaba and the Arabs before that and so, so you must remember when the wife gave birth to a baby girl, then they would take the baby girl, they would dig up a hole. Sometimes the child is still holding on to the father and asking, for who are you digging all this? But the father, no mercy, no nothing. He would take his daughter and bury her alive. Remember, you call that infanticide. What do you call? Infanticide. So Islam is so pure. Today these haramis and these shayateen, that they want to come and speak about human rights and that. Where's the human rights for my brothers in Guantanamo Bay Gitmo? Where's the human rights for my sister, Dr. Afia Siddiqui and so forth? So you must remember Islam says your infanticide is haram that the baby is born and then you bury it and feticide is haram. You had the fetus, Allah blessed you. The accountant also, I don't know where his brains are and where your brains are. You tell me you're a muallima. What you studied? You never studied Surah Taqweer? Ida Shamsu Kuwirat? وَإِذَا الْبِحَارُ سُجِّرَتْ وَإِذَا النُّفُوسُ زُوِّجَتْ وَإِذَا الْمَوْءُودَةُ سُئِلَتْ بِأَيِّذًا بِنْ قُتِلَتْ Surah number 81 and verses 8 and 9. So that baby, infant or the fetus will be asked on the day of Qiyamah, بِأَيِّذًا بِنْ قُتِلَتْ What crime did you commit, O fetus, O baby, O infant, that you were murdered and killed? So both of you are guilty of murder. And remember, it will work on your conscience for the remainder of your life and so forth. Telling your daddy what is going to help. So, وَمَا أَصَابَكُمْ مِنْ مُصِيبَةٍ فَبِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ When calamities befall you, is because of your own deeds and your own actions. My sister, you and your husband, for the rest of your life, you must make sincere, sincere toba. This is not Sagira, a minor sin. This is not Kabira, a major sin. This is Akbarul Kabair. This is the worst and the heinous crimes you can commit. You must remember this type of thing. A jinnatun fi butuni ummahatikum, Quran says. Allah Ta'ala knows even the janin, a jinnah is the plural, that is in the womb of the mother. Falatuzaku anfusakum. See, Allah Ta'ala says, don't try and pontify and sanctify yourself and say, no, this happened, this happened. Huwa a'alamu bimani taqa. Only he knows who got taqwa and piety and so forth. One question I want to ask you. 
You, your father, your mother, you don't have to tell me who you are. You ask me a question, I'm giving you the fatwa, absolutely haram, and I told you it's going to work on your conscience for the remainder of your life. Mm. Abortion, all that absolutely haram and murder in Islam. Second, you see today the Western world, the masters in euphemism. Euphemism means that you play with the words. They'll say, no, this is termination of pregnancy. When you get drunk and live like, you know, drunk, and you get totally, you know, intoxicated, they say, no, substance abuse. They play with words and so forth. We must say what it is. It's abortion, it's murder, and you are murderers. That is what it is in Islam. So now you must remember, when the proposal came, you were 18 years old. He was 30 years old, whatever it is, 31 years old. So you looked at the Jamal, you looked at the Mal. Maybe he's handsome, and your look is a wealthy, bow short, he's a B, A, C, A, D, A, all that. So now you say, no, we don't want children. So if you don't want children, for what you getting married? So you must remember this type of things. One of the primary reasons of nikah is marriage. And for the lady to say, I don't want children because I want to remain slum and trim for one, two, three, four, five, is haram there. For him, the husband, to say that is haram. So your people's marriage is based on a false pretext and a false principle, remember that. So therefore, both of you, it's a serious, serious crime. I'm uh, elaborating because not one, there are thousands of Muslims who do these type of things. You must remember that. And then you can see they don't lead a normal life because tomorrow you will stand with the murderers. Allah alone have mercy on this ummah. One is Jahalat and mm. one is the Khashya has disappeared. Jahalat is the ignorance. We don't want to learn about Islam. And one is the Khashya, the love for Allah, the respect for Allah, the fear for Allah has disappeared from our hearts and we see all the time movies, all the time we watch the phones, so we want to behave just like the kuffar mentality and culture. So the West is the best and white is right. That is the mentality of majority Muslim in the world today. Allah protect us. I mean, I mean, the student of Dean says who started he says I shouldn't feel bad because it's takdeer. Make do I fall pregnant again, Ustad? Wallahi is not takdeer. With takdeer, you get tadbeer. You see a hole and you fall in the hole. You say takdeer. So you're playing with Allah Ta'ala again. You can lose your iman. You must remember that. So, and he, what he knows what you're going through. So, Balil insanu ala nafsihi basira, walo alqa ma'adira. So, remember that human being, deep down, they know they're guilty, although outwardly they give excuses, talk nonsense. Both of you talk more nonsense than anything else. Ustad, listen to this one here. The brother from Lodium says, I'm a Salafi. Don't you think that Dr. Afia, she's paying for her sins, Dr. Afia, followed the path of Salafism. Brother from Lodium Ustad. You, you say you Salafi. I want to ask you one question. Can you say, Mama, I, I don't want to call him more. So MBS is a Murtad bin Shaitan. Just answer that. If you say he's murtad bin shaitan, then you will say at least you got some taqwa. If you can't say that, then I'll say I'm wasting my time. All you Salafis mm. and you scholars for dollars, 
because you'll get money from Saudi Arabia and from MBS, you should hang your heads in shame. You <laughs> must remember that. That Harami, that Murtad, that agent of the Yahud and the Jews, Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Akhrijul Yahuda wa Nasara min Jazirat al Arab. On the deathbed, the Master alayhi salam said that, expel the Jews and Christians. This Harami is allowing the Jews and Christians to come right to Medina, right to Riyadh. Yesterday, if you're on my group, on my telegram, I sent out an article from the Times of Israel. Some Jutla there, he's gone for a conference. He's praying right there in Riyadh. So you speak of Salafis. Your people, Marcus, is Riyadh. Your people, Marcus, is Saudi Arabia. Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, refused to make dua for the Najdis. Hadith in Bukhari Sharif. Allahumma barik lana fi Yamanina. Allahumma barik lana fi Shamina. Somebody suggested refused to make dua for them and said Hunaka al-fitan was zalasil. so you must remember there there are fitnas and there there are zalzala and earthquake and earth tremors the Saudi government currently is a kafir government remember that and you you must stop talking nonsense about Dr. Afia the sacrifice that lady has made for Islam and so forth that she came out first in Pakistan, came out first in America, and then the Americans told the Pakistani, you know Pakistan government, they are slaves of America. Imran told them go to hell, so they made sure Imran must go to jail. So it was Parvez Musharraf time, and in his time they kidnapped her with the children and put her in jail. From there she landed up in Bagram, there in Afghanistan. And there she was tortured, and remember our sister Yvonne Ridley found her there, she alerted the family, and then from there she went there. The Jutla judge put her away for 86 years. What crimes you talking about? Yeah, you are a Harami man. You Allah. must remember that. You are a Salafi and a Shaitan who worships MBS, my brother. Go back to school and go back to Madrasa and learn everything again. 21 minutes uh, to 12. We better, better watch out, my brother. He says, why force us to say it when you hate the man? And he didn't do anything wrong. We will never say it. Because you scholars for dollars, anybody who says what MBS is doing is right, he himself is a murtad. Man shakka fi kufri fawa murtad dun. Quran says, Waida khatamamul jahiluna kaulu salama. You waste our time. Just carry on. Salamu alaikum. Time for our ad breaker. Fabilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana Mufti Abdul Qadr Hussein. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. 18 minutes to 12. Someone says here, Ustad, if an unmarried woman is the only Muslim in her family, who must she take permission from if someone proposes to her, Ustad? Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Remember that if the family is non-Muslim and one of the sisters there embraces Islam and everybody there is non-Muslim, so they can't be the wali, the awliya, Allah, the guardian. For her, you must remember that. So they can't be. So in that case there, now you get a good proposal. The person is not a Shia and Qadiani and all these type of characters who are non-Muslims. Then you must remember that you accept it. Then the imam who will perform your nikah and officiate. So he becomes the, the wali. Al-imamu waliyu malla waliyalahu. So he will be your guardian in that instance where your whole family is non-Muslim. So that will be in those circumstances only remember that. So it's a straightforward issue. There's nothing complex and complicated about it. 
One listener says if a couple does not be intimate for months on end to start, is this okay in a healthy marriage to start? So you must remember that the marriage is still valid. Otherwise, all the old people who are 70, 80, 90 years old, then they are tired, retired, past six, all that. So all their marriages will break then. So there's nothing wrong in that. But if the person, you must remember, is 20, 30, 40 years old and so forth, and now he's not fulfilling the rights of his wife, that's haram, obviously. He must fulfill the conjugal relationship of his wife and so forth. So the problem today is people have junk food, people, you must remember, smoke, people take drugs and what and what. So all this impacts, you must remember, on their performance and so on. So therefore, then they can't fulfill the conjugal relationship, but the marriage will still be valid. Remember, even if they didn't have relationship for one year, five years, ten years, so the marriage is still valid. But he will be sinful unless he's sickly or old. That's a different issue. But in normal circumstances, he will then be considered the husband as a major, major sinner and transgressor. A listener says, is it permissible for a lady to learn archery in the privacy of her own home, Ustad? In the home is no problem. You must remember that, but who will be your instructor? If your father, your brother, your uncle, your father's brother or somebody, then it's fine. But you must remember that you're going to get strange men to come and teach you. So all that is haram. It's not permissible for you to go learn archery day in public and all. It's not permissible, all these things here. So like today, the women, they say, no, we want to go do horse racing. So maybe they want to take part in the July handicap, you know. So all that. It's not permissible, all these things here. So remember that, sir, you must remember Quran says so you must that idiot there that Salafi he says he did nothing wrong so he put Sheikh Sali Ali Talib away for 10 years the Imam of the Haram because the Imam of the Haram said don't go to Sanama the Shaitan Harami MBS Murtad put Sanama in Medina and you can tell me he's Muslim Astaghfirullah so that just Allah put in my head now to answer him and shut his mouth. So you must remember that so Almighty Allah Jalla Wala has given a role and a certain responsibilities to men, certain responsibilities to the women and so forth. So therefore, it's like a man say, I want to fall pregnant, I want to breastfeed, I want to have menses, I want to have nifas. So obviously the crazy person who will make all these type of suggestions. So similarly, woman, you have certain roles. See America, they talk about human rights, about democracy. In their 250, 260, whatever years they are, so not once did they have a female president. Even they are people, the masses, they don't want women. Hillary Clinton thought 100% she will win, and she lost. Trump will beat her. <laughs> and you see Israel, the rogue apartheid regime. They had a female prime minister, but they never ever had a female president. Even Israel. President, they never had female. Prime minister, they had Golda Meir. So we must remember these type of things here when we speak, and we must speak with evidence. You must remember that. Thereafter, you must remember that all does come from the influence of the West. That people's name is Bilal, but Bilal, Bilal thinks just like Bali. 
You see, they captured the thought process. And the name is Maryam, but Maryam sings like Mary. So that is what's happening to the Ummah today. They won the battle without shooting a bullet because the Muslim today thinks just like the Kuffar. How can I run a business without interest? How can you have a marriage today and you don't allow the woman to drive? How can you have just uh, children immediately after you get married? So all the trend and the style of thinking and the thought process is exactly the Kuffar way and mentality of thinking. Somebody says, Ustad, if a woman takes her husband away from his business and moves away for her career, now she's crying because he's not earning. Ustad. So the husband was a foolish person. What career of the woman? So you must remember she wants to become an air hostess. She wants to become a you understand, high flyer and so. So it's a foolish person now. Something that the woman is doing is haram. You left your halal and you fell for the haram and so forth. Now both of you are in a big mess and so forth. So who you blame? You blame the husband and you blame the wife. Your income was haram in such and certain careers and so forth. And then your husband. You see, go open Tirmidhi Mishkat Sharif. Mustafa spoke about the alamat of Qiyama, Ashratu Sa'a, that the signs of Qiyama and what you will find. Our Ustad Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, who was in Makkah for 50 years, one of the greatest commentator of the Noble Quran, and he was Hanafi. So you must remember that. So he is buried there in Istanbul. So Sheikh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, you must remember, wrote a book on all this, Ashratu Sa'a and so forth and so on, and about Mahdi and so. So I have it somewhere, it must be lying there in the madrasa somewhere. <coughs> Al-Mahdi wa Ashratu Sa'a. So if you go to Tirmidhi, you will find one thing Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, وَأَطَاءَ الرَّجُلُ زَوْجَتَهُ وَأَقَّ أُمَّهُ A person will be obedient to his wife and totally disobedient to his mother. So that is what happened to you, brother. So now make tawbah, both of you, crying is not going to help, and you, sister, with your career. So you must remember that income of yours, you know what career it was. Most of the time is haram, so that income also is haram. So haram will always cause more problems and will never bring barakah and blessing. You see, the one person wrote a nice sentence, you know, proverb like, the career lady... Listen nicely to this here. Mm-hmm. The career lady gave her plots and her plans, preference over her pots and her pens, you see. So the woman, she must know how to cook, she must know how to run a home, she must know how to bring up her children, give them akhlaq, character and direction. So this career lady, she gave preference to her plots and her plans over her pots and over her pans, you mm. see. So that if you ask them to cook, they can cook also because all they just order year, order year, order year, and all this kind. High flying, you see. But high flying brought terrible results. You must remember that. Mm. Subhanallah. Uh, it says that she's a counseling therapist who started. Yeah, so you must remember. So what happened to it? So you can't find people there. So now you also, that you cause harm to yourself, cause harm to your marriage and your husband also following you. Like So this is all foolishness, you must remember. This, so you got the business Allah gave you. So sometimes the bounties Allah gave us, 
first we kick it away, then Allah puts you in such a punishment in this world. So both of you make sincere toba, use it at home, and you can counsel and do whatever you want to from the house. No need for you to go this office and this office, then you must wear this clothing and that clothing, must 101 salat and so forth. You know all the stories. So therefore, all these kind of things can never bring rahmah and the mercy and barakah in one's mm-hmm. life. I see there was a message that came, Ustad, but then they deleted it. Now they send a message again. But of course, the first message says uh, the brother is from Lanasia. Now he says, don't you think we should go to MBS and give him da'wah instead of speaking bad about him? He got these chamchas like you and all these things there. So like you, you must go. And he got his chamchas there. So you must remember this type of thing. He murdered Jamal Khashoggi. What else you want here? So you must, he's disgraced in the whole world. People only now respect him kalikali because he got big money. He's a murtad 100%. Ustad, why are women always late for everything? especially our older woman folk from Johannesburg who started. You can't say older woman. You must remember if you take the older woman, they were much more active than the young ladies. Today, for the young ladies, I don't say all, but we speak generally, they can't even wake up for Fajr Nasalat, majority of them. Mm. If you know the old ladies, they used to be up 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, and so forth, and they were reading Tahajjud, they were preparing. I became Hafiz, I started 68, finished 1970 by my Honorable Ustad Hafiz Nimalia. That time, no electric stove and all that. My mother used to wake up 3 o'clock. Because 4 o'clock I had to leave the house. My father had to take me. And remember, she used to make the stove. And no maid business would come 3 o'clock. Put the coila, put the coal, put the, the wood, put this and all that. My poiru, my son is going. So my memon, Gujarati, whatever you want to speak. And so I must make for him milk. I must make for him tea. I must make for him. If you go there and you see the old woman, they were sweeping the house and all that, 3, 4 o'clock in the morning and all these type of things. So that was the older. Yes, certain things they delay. And even today, majority of the ladies, they delay. They get so busy, you must remember, with their cooking and talking and so. Then Asr Salat, they will read 10, 15 minutes before sunset and so forth. So Tilka Salatul Munafik, that is the Salat of a hypocrite, Nabi Alayhi Salatu Salam said, Nakara Arba'a. They just peck the earth like the chicken, you must remember that. So you must learn. Salat is teaching us the discipline that you must know how to do things on time and remember that once you do things on time then you will fulfill your duty with beauty <laughs> listen to ma from newcastle she says better it's ma from newcastle here i'm not well but i told my children if ever i have to pass away i want mufti ak to perform my salatul janaza ustad allah ta'ala <laughs> says ma wa ma bi ardin tamut we don't know where every person will pass away that only allah knows so kala ma you pass away in makkah mukarramah madinah munawwara aqsa mubarak somewhere overseas then how ak will come there <laughs> so you must remember that if you pass away in Newcastle, then we'll come, inshallah. If Allah wants, then we'll make it. But now other places are difficult. So ask Allah, Ma, Allah give you shifa, Allah give you complete cure. Read Surah Fatiha and remember, blow on yourself. Tell your children, grandchildren, everyone must read seven times and blow on you. And Ma, you read, Ya Salamu, Ya Salamu, Ya Salamu abundantly and give out charity. Dawu mardakum bisadaqah. 
for the people who are ill and sick you must give out charity in cash or kind the hadith of Mustafa Rasulullah sallallahu in the marasil of Imam Abu Dawood you must remember so we make dua always ask Allah ma for afia hmm. Habibuna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi told his uncle Chacha Kaka Abbas radiallahu an paternal uncle Salullah al-Afiya next day Salullah al-Afiya hmm. third day Salullah al-Afiya authentic hadith in Tirmidhi Afiya is one word it got encyclopedic meaning Ya Allah protect preserve our Iman our Islam give us help give us wealth give us acceptance everything therefore Habibuna sallallahu hadith in Ibn Majah afdalu dua the best dua allahumma inni as'aluka al-afwa wal-afiya fi dunya wal-akhira ya allah i beg of you al-afwa forgiveness we are sinners all of us we are sinners and wal-afiya regarding my worldly matters and regarding my matters in the year after Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa said, if Allah gave you this, faqad aflahta, then you are successful. So always ask Allah for forgiveness, ask Allah jalla wala for afiyah, for khair in everything, inshallah. And ma always read Surah 12, Surah Yusuf, verse 101, tawaffani muslima wa alhiqni bisaliheen. Oh Allah, dead, let me die with iman and Islam and unite me with the pious people O Almighty Allah that dua we all should read and we should by heart it also Allah give tawfiq Ameen 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 Ustaz we've got about three minutes left somebody says here quickly in some religious beliefs cows have to be given as mahar in Islam can livestock be given as mahar Ustaz yes if the girl agrees then there's no problem with that you must remember that you tell her you will give her a chicken you will give her a goat you give her a sheep you give her a cow but you must give the value also of it because you say chicken. Now she won't know what type of chicken. You say cow. You don't know. So you must give the value of it. And if the girl and her family are happy, then it's fine. So it must not be something majhul. Majhul means unknown and ambiguous. It must be something ma'loom and ma'roof. So in Islam, if both parties agree and it's something halal, so then it's permissible. There's no problem with that. Nowadays, the Mahare Fatimi is 23,000. 24,000 it fluctuates and remember people give Kruger coin people give jewelry people give cash all fine and minimum 500 rand 400 rand say 500 rand so now if you want to give it in animal cattle all is fine but you must say what the value will be because what she will do with the cow she can just sell it and the money goes to her so we will say instead of giving the cow rather give the money but if you insist because you are a farmer or whatever you so give her the cow and then she can sell it. You must remember that. And the money goes to her and not to the husband. So inshallah, that will bring us to the Ustaz, end. Someone wants to know, you're going to Bella Bella. Will there be a ladies program? Ustaz? No, you listen at home, inshallah. I'm sure they got their Bella receivers there. So the ladies can listen at home, inshallah. Okay, inshallah, 12 o'clock will be the news. Thereafter, 12 to 1 by Mufti Aku will be that how Allah Ta'ala granted Palestine to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and the Ummah and Muslimah. 1 o'clock Zohar Azan and 1.05 to 1.30 Surah Baqarah chapter 2 verses 249 to 2.50 1.30 to 2 the repeat of Tafsir of Surah Anbiya chapter 21 verses 68-75 2 to 3 
Mawzaid will be speaking about Palestine and the explanation of Ayat al-Kursi. 3 to 3.35, the repeat of this morning's Q&A. MashaAllah, three sisters embrace Islam. Allah to reward our brother Ibrahim Anderson. 3.35 to 4 will be tribute to Maqasim Sema, our principal of Darul Newcastle, and remember his contribution to Darulum and the Ummah by myself. 4 to 5, Allah Kakhov, to fear Allah Ta'ala by Sheikh Hanif. And 5 to 7 will be Moana Khalid Yaqub. 7 to 7.30, the repeat of Surah of Tafsir, this morning's one, that is this, in the afternoon what we did, 2.49 to 2.50. And 7.30 to 8, who is Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi by Moana Dawood Siddharth, 8 to 9, medical file, Dr. Farooq Hafeji, discussing coal and so forth, 9 to 9.30, Sheikh Shuaib Maida, and 9.30 to 10, Muslim Karim. So wonderful lineup, Allah Ta'ala make easy, today is Wednesday, after Zohar, read two rakat salat extra, make dua for us, make dua for the Ummah at large, Allah Ta'ala protect the Haramain Sharifain from MBS, the Murtad bin Shaitan, and all the evil people, and Allah Ta'ala protect Majidul Aqsa from the Jut and the Haramis. Allah Ta'ala protect all our masajid as well. Ameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafidahullah. Up next, the 12 o'clock news with Haji Suleiman Esop. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio. Empowering the Ummah. <laughs>